Well, welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Oh, Derek, we are back for another fun-filled weekly episode filled with a useless fact that's definitely going to generate a conversation. But first, we'll gently shout out our sponsors. Eddie's. Yeah, why not? Why not roughly? I think Tyler likes it rough. Whoa. Eddie's, thank you so much for your logo. And Queen City Creative Works is a Etsy shop on Roids. Queen City, thank you so much for the continued partnership slash sponsorship. Slash. Slash. They are a uh, wonderful, small, local, family-owned business that makes personalized branded material. Head over to QueenCityCreativeWorks.com. They can ship it right to your door via USPS, and then on their website you can shop, reach out, DM, whatever you want, um, and they can make something for you that's personalized, wonderful, and adorable. Derek and I use them both for our weddings, um, and the gracious owners over at Queen City hooks us up all the time with Crazy, fun-filled uh, knickknacks, which are super heartfelt and uh, great, uh, including a personalized keychain with my daughter's foot on it and the birthday underneath. So thank you so much for that, Queen City. Appreciate you guys greatly and uh, looking forward to what we work on next. Hell yeah. So what's, what's the little useless fact you got for us today? So there's rules that the wife of the leader of North Korea has to follow. Oh, yeah? One of which is she can never reveal her name. Hmm. What are your thoughts on that? She can never reveal her name. So we'll put ourselves in her shoes. In Kim Jong-un's shoes? Well, the wife. So say me and you are married to someone as powerful as the leader of... We're married together? Kim Jong-un. Well, like it's a little three-way going on? No. No, no, no. So I'm interested. <laughs> so if your wife is basically like, I don't know, the Queen of England or, you know, more powerful, right? Would you be okay with not revealing your name and just living in secrecy and being married to someone that powerful? Well, I wonder what that, like, does that mean, like, you can't ever sign up for rewards at Tops because you got to give your name? When you're the, you don't go to tops when you're that powerful. But you know what I'm saying. Like, if I understand I, if you I were want, a manager once, but, but like you're kind of beyond that point once you've married like the leader of a free. But like, or what about a golf club? Like, you want to you want to join a country club? Like, you can't ever give them your name. Well, no, you would just go. You would just go there because you're that person. You're the wife, or you're the husband of blah blah. You know. So does that essentially become your name then? What are names? <laughs> identity names are an identity but i mean think about but it like, like your identity then would be wife of x if you're that if you're married to someone that power i mean dude no one really knows no i guess they do i was gonna say like rich celebrities but they do because paparazzi but i don't know i feel like if you're married to someone that powerful you don't you're not thinking about those small things anymore like your name? No, of using your name to get into some place. You're just like, I'm the husband of, you know. But how would they even know? How would they be able to confirm that if they don't know your name? I'm just going to use my wife's name, for example. Colleen, right? Like, I'm the husband of Colleen. I don't have to sign this form. Yeah, I but just, then I could be like. I just go here and eat food. Yeah, but then I could be like, okay, no, you're not. You can't, though. How? How? Especially in North Korea sense. You're definitely not going to do that. But how would so like, I know? Whatever, whatever you want. How would I know if I don't know your name? 
you dude, you you got a squad of people. Your your people tell whoever you're okay. going to of like, hey, th- you know, so and so will be here. Like the wife of Kim Jong Un is going to eat here at twelve o'clock. Make a table. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how that goes. Same thing. Do you think they clear out the entire restaurant for that? I mean, do they do that for celebrities? Like, well, Kim, Kim Kardashian's going to eat here at 1 o'clock. She's requesting no one else be here. Okay, we're closed for a private event so that this person can eat lunch. Can you imagine that, that like, that level of audacity exists from a celebrity that just got a lot of Botox, Botox and her father helped OJ out? Like, that is the same level of Kim Jong-un's wife. I mean, there was some videotapes as well, but yes. Yeah, Ray J, what up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that level exists here where you can be like, I just want, I don't want anyone else here. And someone that owns that establishment will be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, Josh Allen could probably do that. That's so, but he wouldn't, though, because he's not a dick. Well, correct, but it exists. Sometimes you don't want that many people around. Sometimes you just want to enjoy a meal. But then at that point, if you are that self-centered where you're like, I don't want any people around, then sure, a name doesn't matter. Then don't know my name because I don't want anybody to know my name. I don't want anybody to know I exist. But for me, that would be the worst thing in the entire world because I don't want people to just, like, get away. I mean, sometimes I'd like that. Well, (laughs) well, think about it. If you're – we were raised under the etiquette of if we see someone famous at a restaurant, you let them eat their meal. Yeah. You don't go up while they're eating food and ask for an autograph. Like, that's how I was taught right. anyways, right? Like, I assume it was the same for you. Yeah. So, it kind of, it's kind of the same thing. But when you reach a certain level of famous, which we definitely know nothing about. We know a lot about. Then- we walk into a liquor store and we got to be like glasses on, hat forward, because <laughs> people know who we are. They say all the time, like, can I just eat my food? Like, I'll sign this, but, like, let me just eat. Like, that happens. But like That okay, happened to so me when I was 12, and Jim Kelly was in front of me, and I'm like, we have the same last name. Can you sign this? And he wouldn't. He's like, I'm just trying to eat my meal. Like, leave me alone. Which, that makes sense. Not really. I was 12. Not only was I a kid <laughs> asking for his autograph, I was also the same age as his number. True. And, he's st- and I have his same last name, and he still forced me away. But, like, I can understand that, though. People come up to me all the time. They're like, Derek, can I have your autograph? I'm like, no. <laughs> but a kid? But then if it's you, then a 13-year-old comes along, and then you're like, I guess I got to sign this one. Then a 14-year-old comes along, and you got to sign that one. And then it's just a never-ending cycle, so you nip it in the bud right away. Well, just like Aubrey Plaza said when she reached 21, it's the universal assumption that she's now an adult. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing. But, like, there's 50 kids under the age of 16 at this establishment. He well, lets you the in, thing. and then I focus, he's screwed. I don't know. I mean, Josh Allen does it, too. He focuses on the kids. Stefan focuses on the kids. They don't, they're don't. they not signing the 45-year-old dude's jersey. You know what I mean? Which rip. I mean, I want a jersey signed. <laughs> Just because I'm not 13 and act, I actually know football now, I don't get a signature. That's stupid. I think right now it's okay. Because he's, like, 26, 27. We're only 30. We're like the same age. He still wouldn't sign ours, though. If probably it was me not. and you and then there was a kid next to us, well, 100%. 100% the kids get Yeah, he'd it. slap us up, probably. That's rude, isn't it? No. 
I'm fine with it. Because that's going to make that whole kid's life. We're almost dead. It would make my life, too. I would have him sign Ava's forehead or something, you know? Little, little shirt she's wearing. I would make him sign my belly. So, your belly? I don't know. Just first thing that came out. I actually don't think I would do the forehead. That's a bit extreme. Definitely yeah. a shirt, though. I don't know. I just... But like, I find it weird that, like, we're just going to sign the kids. Do you have... I, I don't know. I don't find it weird. I have a question for you. Do you have, like, agreements with Gina on what age your kid has to be before they go do a certain thing or see something specific? Like, for us, for an example, to help you out, which I know you probably didn't have this conversation with Gina because you literally hate this location, but Colleen and I have an agreement that Ava can't go to Disney until she's 10. Gina and I have an agreement that we're never going to Disney <laughs> because that place is just weird. It's not weird. It's weird. It's not weird. It's so weird. <laughs> no, it's not. Wasn't Walt Disney like an anti-Semite? Like, I'm not going Whatever. there. <laughs> oh, my God. You probably drank Bud Light, too. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, no, I we, we've had this just, like, conversations around, like, phones don't come until this date. Because my, my biggest thing, which... I know it's going to be difficult, and I can understand everybody's already probably freaking out as soon as I say this, but we're trying as hard as we possibly can to not give, or when we eventually do have kids, to not give them electronics right away. Like, give them a book. The first, me and Kathleen have the same agreement. It's like the first five years. That's when she's going to learn how to actually, like, be a human being. She's yeah. not going to be addicted to a screen. I don't care how hard it is. Like, sit there and be bored. I'm not going to sit you and... You're not going to be in front of a screen because you're bored. Be bored. Like, that's a part of life is being bored. You have to figure out how to self-entertain yourself so that when you're older and you're in a waiting room, you're not looking for a phone screen. You can just sit there and just kind of, like, drift off and think. Like, it's okay to do that. Or if you're out at a social event, you're not going to sit there and be on your phone at the table. Like, you're going to be involved in the conversation, right. so there's no phones at the table. The amount of kids that I see at restaurants that have their Switch out, just like, what are you doing? I, I understand that it's an easy way out for mm -hmm. parents to, like, occupy them so they don't make a lot of noise. But, like, if your kid makes a lot of noise, no one in the restaurant's like, wow, you're it's a three-year-old kid and they're making a lot of noise. It's like, it's a kid, dude. Like, if you are yelling at that parent at that point, it's like, do you have kids? Because it's not easy. But I would rather see a kid that is acting out than a kid sitting there disengaged from, like, grandpa that's on the other side of the table because he's playing Mario Kart on a Switch. Like, that just doesn't seem productive. No, and obviously it has happened where, you know, idiots have made comments and said, you know, shut your kid up. It's like the kid's two, three years old. Right. We're just trying to have a burger at Robin. Like, relax. Like, yeah. it's not going to be the end of the world. But, um, and I have no problems telling people off. No. No problems, but I I agree. Like there is, it doesn't make sense. Like learn how to actually be a functioning adult in society and be a people person. And it starts it starts with that. And we're good people. We're good people. People people. Yeah, people people. Not people persons, but people people. Purple people eater. I I guess that's grammatically correct. I don't know. It doesn't sound correct, but whatever. But we're good with people because we grew up before all of that. You know, I mean, we were juniors and seniors in high school before phones were like a legitimate thing and it was still a flip phone well and now with everything going on like 
social awkwardness is up a hundred percent because probably even more than that because kids don't know how to communicate anxiety depression all that is up because you have these screens that are constantly show you showing you perfect situations in other people's lives that just make you anxious it's it's an addiction like it's tough for even us to put our phones down but like to offset that by 10 year 10 years or whatever before you can put an electronic in your kid's hand like that just seems like an easy thing to do to help them out so much yeah like the amount of awkwardness in kids nowadays is just terrible because they don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. yeah it's wild to me and i know people that do this yeah so it's not totally obscure i know i i, I can name them that they have raised their kids without technology for the first five six years of their life and they you know they'll bring their kids to moonies and sit at the table and the kid can just sit there and act like they're 40 because they're not obsessed with technology. They're able to just sit there and be a part of the conversation. And if they act up, then it's a teaching moment. Like you, you know, it's not discipline. You don't discipline your kid, but you, you know, you talk to them and you're like, Hey, no, like this isn't the time and place for that behave. And if you have to bring them outside away from everything, set them down and explain it and then bring them back in. So be it. But I, I mean, it's just part of it. What about phones? When do you think that you would give your kid a phone? After five. Probably. Oh, you're, you're thinking even that early? No, absolutely not. But definitely after five. But when it makes sense, you know, I mean, the thing that sucks is they use technology in schools. So, like, smart boards are a thing. It's not whiteboards anymore. Yeah. So it's, or, you know, blackboards. It's It's just kind of that and then they're using ipads in school which is i don't know i just i think it's based on what school she goes to is it public is it private if it's private i don't know how we're gonna afford it but (laughs) figure that out but um i mean i would say 15 yeah like i think ideally yeah ideally there is something to be said though about how the world is very different now than it was back like from a safe standpoint like when we were growing up, Steve and I would go on our bikes and go into the village of Lancaster and skate. Right. When we were 12, 13. I don't know if that's like, if I have that confidence, if I had a 12 or 13 year old right now, to be like, just go. Like, I don't know if I have that confidence in society. So in that situation, as soon as they start gaining like friends that then they have some independence and they're doing stuff outside of like, school and coming home then maybe a phone is warranted just because everything else is so messed up but like i'm not going to give them like a i fell button that you press it and it calls 911 like i'll give them a phone before i give them that but like that's always interesting is like that whole age when you feel comfortable giving them a phone because that introduces everything else like once you have your phone you're done mhm it's weird from a safety perspective being realistic, like, is probably going to be middle school. Yeah. But, I don't know, it just sucks. It just sucks that technology took over the way it did. I was I was talking to somebody, and they were interested in the fact that we haven't gotten to the point yet where we have phones embedded into our watch that, like, go up our arm. Like, we still have this. Yeah. Like, why do we still have this? Because it's a computer. Yeah, but, like, why can't this be a computer? 
Like, remember back in those TV shows where they're like, whoosh, and then the whole phone screen comes up their arm and they can, like, text and type and stuff like that? Like, I'm shocked that we still have this level of technology. There's too much money in child labor, you know? True. True that. <laughs> this turned deep. <laughs> I mean, that's... I think the technology exists to make that happen, but there also might not necessarily be a need for it. The world's focused on AI. Yeah. So would you want, would you be okay with people not knowing your name? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Yeah. Especially after 30 years of people knowing my name. Yeah. (laughs) But like, so even if you go to the store, you can't connect with anybody. I don't connect with them now. I get what I need and leave. (laughs) Bro, we had this same mentality in college. I'm here for a degree. I'm not getting involved in all these things. But like, like, what if you and I met as friends? Like in college, I couldn't tell you my name. Like your your ability to make new friends is gone because someone's gonna be like, "What's your name?" I can't tell you. <laughs> That'd be a weird conversation. <laughs> Why can't you tell me? <laughs> That's true. But it, I I mean, she also lives in like complete secrecy. In that case, I would. Now assume. that would be crazy. Yeah. Because then it would go insane. Yeah. You're like barely allowed outdoors. No one even knows who you are. You're not able to say your name. I divorce at that point. I wouldn't want that life. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't want it. I would want people to know, you know, more than what she's allowed to devolve. But I feel like everybody in North Korea, you're not allowed to tell anybody your name. (laughs) Probably right. Probably right. They're very strange. Can you imagine living there? No. Like, just imagine how brutal it would be. How have they not killed him yet? Is well, he's gonna di- get taken he, down. He died <laughs> probably. The Kim Jong Un died of natural causes, right? And then his kid took over. His son. Kim Jong Un died. I thought. No. Or they just removed him. Well, he probably died, and they never told the world because his kid took over. Did he? Yeah. He had like multiple health scares, and he was real old. No, I thought Kim Jong Un did die. No, he's still alive. Is he? Kim Jong-un is 39. His dad is the dude that we all reference. No. Kim Jong-un is the young dude. What's his dad's name? King Jong what? King Kim Jong-il. That was the original leader? Kim Jong-il. Yeah. In like our lifetime? North Korean leader. I'm so out of touch. It's really embarrassing. Kim Jong-un is who met Trump. He's still alive. Okay. Did he have a health scare? Yeah. He had a bunch of them. People thought that he died Okay, that's, all that that's, stuff. That's what I was referencing then. I thought that that was the so dad. So Kim Il-sung. Kim Il-sung was 1912 to 1994. Wow. Nice life. Kim Jong-il was 1941 to 2011, and then Kim Jong-un was born in 1982, and he's still alive. Okay. And his tenure is from April 2012 to present. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I'm curious to see. And this is the, uh, we're approaching the election year. For U.S. or? Yeah, U.S. North Korea. No, U.S. There's no elections in North Korea. Everything's going to change, man. No, they're not. I'm optimistic. Nothing's going to change. I'm optimistic. 
That's the other crazy thing. Do we really want to bring a kid into this world? Clearly we did, but... See, that argument is always so interesting because we have the ability where we live to change the world. So, like, if we bring in people that know how to run things, we can change it. We're just depriving the world of more good people while other people are populating it with idiots. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the barrel, bro. Bottom of the barrel's running. So How many kids do you think you're going to have? Two at most. Why do dumb people feel like they can have like eight? I don't know, dude. I don't know. The smarter you are, uh, the less likely you are to have a kid. Is that statistically proven? Basically, yeah. Well, what does basically mean? It means they basically ran data, but yeah. <laughs> How about the apples, baby? <laughs> Is it like the Mike Kelly Research Foundation? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you like look it up? To that's like a that's like a it? well-known statistic. Then find it or if it's so well-known. <laughs> All right, IQ level. What is your IQ? Do you have a, an I- idea of what your IQ is? To amount of kids. I don't know my IQ. Do we take an IQ test on here? Is there a correlation between... No. <laughs> is there a correlation between intelligence and number of children? There is evidence that on a population level, measures of intelligence such as educational attainment and literacy are negatively correlated with fertur- fertility rates in some contexts. So that's not what I'm asking. Um, hold on. If you're smart, <laughs> you have less kids. Clearly, Mike's going to have eight because he can't figure out how to <laughs> just ask Google. Why do above average intelligent people have less children? It's a thing. It was a study in 2014 done by. It's like an Asian name. <laughs> So the relationship between fertility and intelligence has been investigated in many demographic studies. Uh, There is evidence that, okay, that's what I read. Uh, Let's see. Mm. There's studies from all across the country that run from like 1988 up until the 2000, like early 2000s that they took a massive pool of people and those with higher IQs had less kids. Did you just make that up? Or no. That there was a study that done in 1991 found that high school dropouts in the U.S. have had the most kids. And then it just goes from there. Do you think that that is a like stupidity issue where they don't know how to have safe sex? Or do you think that it's just a lack of care because they are actually smart and know that they'll get money if they do have, like, why do you think that issue exists? Wait, one more time. No. Uh, do you think that it's because they're so stupid that they don't know how to do safe sex? Or do you think that they just don't care because they know that they'll get money if they have more kids? Like, what do you think the, the rationale is behind high school students having more kids? I think it's an element of that, but then I also think it's because they don't know what they don't know. So they think it's a great thing where, the more intelligent you are across the board, not just specifically based on IQ levels, but just an overall awareness of things can also, in my opinion, makes you more intelligent. 
right by nature. Do you also, I think that's common sense. So if you know about the impact that a kid has, or how how expensive a kid is, or you know what reason having more people and the adverse reactions that it causes on the planet and like resources versus people and land versus water and like the imp- just the implications that it has to have yeah. a kid i think the more you know about all of those things the less likely you are to have a kid cuz you understand how big of a deal it is to bring in another human do you think too it has to deal with like people that like right now Effectively, your childbearing years, unless you're Al Pacino, ends at like 35, right? Like you're you well, and Colleen. I mean, from dudes, not really. Well, yeah, but like your your marriage, you're oh, you're well, with right. Colleen. Yeah, you guys are probably going to stop once you're 35, like at the latest, because the the risks increase. So if you have a kid in high school when you're 16, 17, 18 years old, you effectively have. 17 years of childbearing years so there's so much more opportunity to have kids you think that that's play something into it i'm sure yeah I'm because sure. like right now you can't have nine kids because you only have five years <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that has something to do with it too and colleen's older than i am right so she's only got three years yeah two years you know what i mean so it's heavy dude it's heavy it's crazy mm-hmm. and obviously i'm only having kids with colleen so my hands are tied. I'm not going to go out and about, you know, yeah. looking for that young, what young about little a, fish. What about Al Pacino, though? It's disgusting. Is it? Yeah, that's so gross. Dude, she's like 19 and a half, and he's like 85, whatever whatever it is. It, he's 77. She's, what, 25 or something? That's so gross. Now, Loose skin. Does, <laughs> does anybody look at that and say she definitely loves him? That's got to be for money, right? It's got to be something. I've, I mean, and is there the same scale of like pedophilia? Is that still a thing? Like seventy-seven to twenty-five. You're telling me that that's no different from like forty and you know, like eleven or twelve. I mean, come on, that's so gross. <laughs> you know, like be be with your old people up there. You know. Like, there's nothing attractive about a 77-year-old dude. <laughs> so what is it? And her, it's, previous, it's half? her previous relationship was also just as old. Was it really? Yeah, it was some old dude. Like, I just... So gross. Al Pacino's, Al Pacino's yeah. baby mama. Nor Alfala? Yeah. Nor Alfala. Who is Nora Alfala? Five things to know about Al Pacino's girlfriend. Oh, boy. Nora dated Mick Jagger in 2017. Also old. Nora was romantically linked to Rolling Stones frontman Mick Jagger, 79, for about a year from 2017 to 2018. The pair were rumored to have gotten together when Mick's then-girlfriend, Melanie Hamrick, was pregnant with their child. Mick is... That's so weird, dude. Yeah, it's disgusting. Mick isn't the only big name that she's been tied to. After she and the Beast of Burden singer split, she was reportedly dating billionaire Nicholas Berggren per Daily Mail. Who's Nicholas Berggren? After she and Nicholas were reporting dating, she was then rumored that she was linked with Clint Eastwood. She likes old dudes. So old, rich dudes. That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. So that has to be some sort of like thing on her end where she's like, I want to have 
relationships with as many old rich people as I possibly can. That's what it has to be. There's no way that she's attracted to 79-year-old billionaires just because that's just her type. Like, that's not a thing. Yeah. That can't be a thing, right? I mean, I'm sure it can, In which is sad and scary in my opinion, but I don't know, dude. Not into it. I'm good. Whole lot of, awkward. Whole lot of no thank you. Very what, awkward. What would be the oldest you would go? Mm. Like, right now you're 30. What would be the oldest? If you and Colleen weren't together, what would be the oldest you would go? Probably 36. Yeah? Yeah. So you'd only go six years older than you? Yeah. You're so gross. <laughs> I know you're higher. I can tell by your face. <laughs> I would probably go up to like 45. I was going to say 45. You're so nasty. <laughs> not, Why am not I Not for nasty? myself. Guessing for you. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I picture you wearing a shirt that says like, do milfs, not drugs. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs> I have that shirt inside. I'll wear it next week. I just, I've always resonated with older women. Oh, wonderful. Well, Gina's older than me. Yeah, bro. She's not 45. But yeah, I feel like 45 She's is She's not like... about to retire from the school district she works at, fam. <laughs> Which would be sick. Maybe this newer <laughs> chick's onto something. I mean, you get somebody at the tail end of their career, you're set up for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. Why are so you with 36? Because you love me? Yeah, I'm with you for Benny's. Um, I Yeah, 36. Right now at 30, I think 36 would be it. It's only six years. I feel like that's yeah. not that's not big enough. What is, what is it? Half your age plus seven? Is that what it is? Yeah. So let's. I mean, I feel like thirty six is good. They're established in their career, hopefully, right? They're old enough to teach me Why something. You know what I mean? And they're not, they're not like old enough where it hurts to walk around the block. <laughs> you know, it's just. But, like, the cool thing with that is that then they wouldn't be asking to do, like, your hobbies because they're already in a wheelchair. Anyway, so 30 minus 7 times 2. So, okay, so 46. No, divide by 2. Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, people that you would be with, like, okay, your elder. Yeah, yeah, got it. So it would be 46 would be. See, I'm not far off. I know that. I just, I'm good. 36. I'm good. 36. I don't know. I guess 40. So what was it? I don't know. I guess 40. You guess 40? See, you'd push it. You'd go up to 50. That depends on the woman. What would be the youngest? Be careful. <laughs> 25. Okay, so... At at 30. At 30 years old, my youngest would be 25. I feel like that's, that's, a, good, that's a good answer. This is saying 22, but I think that, like... Where we are as people, somebody just getting into their drinking correct, age correct. is would just be a correct. dumpster fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you would be effectively from twenty five to, to 40. forty. Okay, I'm twenty five to like seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Well, everybody, that's yeah. that's this week's episode. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Oh uh, god, yeah, I don't I don't know either. But I mean, that's why we're uh, fun together. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> well, right. thank everybody for tuning in to today's episode. If you did enjoy today's conversation, let us know in the comments down below. If there's anything that you would like to, us to talk about in the future, you can also let us know. Cool new thing that we didn't talk about really these past two episodes. We got a new camera. So you're going to be seeing third angles as soon as we can figure out studio configuration so we can make sure that we actually get these. We might have to go closer together. That's fine. You want like to sit on my lap? Then we can do three angles. I mean, I'm only 30, so as long as I fall within your date range. No, you're too young. All right, everybody. 
We'll see you next week. Derek, take us out. Uh, please remember to always drink responsibly first. And my old. Do not litter. We're out. We'll be right back.